Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, podcasts, articles, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Lots of things to get into today. We're going to go over what happened over the weekend for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Some big news possibly for a former head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Why the Pro Bowl is completely pointless. But we're going to start with something that I think has been downplayed a little bit. And that is Hunter Yurichek, the athletic director from the University of Arkansas. And what sparked this whole topic for me of Hunter Yurichek was watching Arkansas lose to Texas Tech in the SEC Big 12 Challenge in a close matchup. It was a close game, 67-64. to Arkansas loses by three on the road. Had a chance late to tie the game or maybe even take the lead. And it was just it was just abysmal there at the end. I don't know what the heck was going on, what they were trying to do, but that's neither here nor there. Arkansas loses. They're at eleven and eight now overall, two and three uh, on the road uh, this year in true road games, and now they come back to SEC play, taking on Georgia at Bud Walton Arena this week. And so whatever, I didn't. No one expected Arkansas to win that game. I didn't expect it. You didn't expect it. The American people did not expect it. So it's not something that's just mind blowing to see Arkansas lose the game. But what it did start to make me wonder and think about was the fact that the mystery of Hunter Yurichek has really got to have some of the coaches, particularly the basketball coaches and the men's side of things, on their toes and a little uneasy right now. It has to. Because of Hunter Yurichek not ha- not hiring these guys, not coming out all the time and promoting and how he's bought in with Mike Anderson, bought in with the basketball program, which is not his style because he's not going to do that with anybody. But that's just not his style compared to what you had with Jeff Long. And I think that that can be a positive if you're a Razorback fan. But it can also be something that you need to watch for. And if these coaching staffs across the campus of Arkansas need to watch for as well. And what I mean by that is that Arkansas, with Mike Anderson, there's no doubt that there are problems. There are expectations and accomplishments that have yet to be met or made. And a lot of Razorback fans are frustrated by it. And this year, in year eight of Mike Anderson, is no different. In fact, it's been, at the, to, up to this point, a pretty epic disappointment. Because I knew Arkansas was going to – people keep coming after me. He's like, what did you expect? This team is young. What did you expect? They replaced all their players last year. Well, what I expect is that a team that has an NBA lottery pick to be better than 11-8 and eight in the SEC. What I expect is them to beat Georgia Tech and Western Kentucky at home. What I expect is them to close out games. What they, These are just the basic things that I expect. And if that's too much to expect, then I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. But Arkansas had the lead at halftime against Texas Tech. And there was just too much late in games and too many indecisions. And there's no hope uh, as far as anybody that anything that anyone can point to. We've gone over this all the time. But getting back to Hunter Yurichek, I wonder if he feels these same ways. Because, listen, he came into a situation where he did, he hasn't hired any coaches yet. He came in after Chad Morris. People forget about that. They hired Chad Morris first, and then they hired Hunter Yurichek. So, we 
and the coaches and the players. And we don't know what he's going to do. We don't know what his mentality is like because we have yet to see it. Jeff Long, it was painfully obvious what he was all about. The greats are great. And they're staying out of trouble. And I'm going to tweet fun things. And I'm going to show how much of a cool guy I am. Okay. But that's all well and good when you're winning. But when Arkansas was not winning, it got old pretty quick. And he's not here anymore. And I think that under Jeff Long, a lot of the coaching staffs always felt strong about their job security. Like Mike Anderson, I don't think, was ever going to get fired or have his uh, have his self on the hot seat ever under Jeff Long because he just wasn't that guy. He made that hire. He was his guy. He felt like he was doing good enough, keeping kids out of trouble, keeping the grades up, but whatever, all that nonsense. That doesn't matter. And he was good enough. It was the same thing with other coaches that you saw. He made a couple of fires. I mean, he fired Jimmy Dykes, but that was more of a – that was more than – just not winning. That, that was a whole other can of worms that we could get into. But my point is, is that we don't know what Hunter Yurichek's going to do. And what I think could happen, could happen, is that you could see something to where Yurichek takes, I wouldn't say he makes a statement, but he could do something where he just says, you know what? I'm going to show everybody that I mean business. I'm going to go out and I'm going to show everybody that I'm not just some run-of-the-mill athletic director that's being controlled by the puppets and I just want to be just good enough. I just want to cruise control and just be keeping everything status quo. You know, he can do that. He can make that statement. And could you imagine, say if the basketball program doesn't, is going to end up not even making the NIT if they miss postseason play, which is looking like what they're going to do. Just imagine, they miss postseason play. Then what? Then Hunter Yurichek comes out and says, you know what, this is not acceptable. Coach Anderson, we appreciate all you've done for the program. We appreciate the effort that you put in. But at this time, we are going to go in a different direction. The ball's on him to do something like that. I'm not saying that everyone would be thrilled with Mike Anderson losing his job, but I think that there would be a lot of Razorback fans that would garner a little bit of respect for Hunter Juracek to say, okay, all right, you mean business. You're not going to settle for average. We appreciate that. But then it comes to the next thing of who you're going to get. Who does he get? Listen, I don't know. Mike Anderson still got the job, so I'm, I can't even speculate about who – Hunter Juracek could or could not get. There's so many coaches out there that are at different schools that are having success. I don't know how many would be interested in Arkansas. I don't know how much money they would be offering. I don't know any of that stuff. But if Hunter Juracek was to make that move and to fire Mike Anderson and go after a big-time coach that gets the fan base excited, and I'm not saying he's realistic. I'm just throwing it out there, whether it's a Fred Hoiberg or Billy Donovan or you know someone to that stature where you backed up the money truck you got him in that immediately gets people excited everyone sits back and says all right Hunter you're check you're our guy you showed some balls and that's what we want to see you show that what that this average 
mediocre program, this this whole just going through the motions, doing just good enough is going to be good enough. No, you're taking control of the program and you're going to show everybody that you mean business. I think that would be a great example that he could set and a great precedent that Hunter Yurchek could set. And I don't want anyone to take this as me saying Mike Anderson should be fired after the end of this year because there's a lot of games left. We'll see how it goes. Always, again, we'll judge coaches off of seasons, not off of games. Let me see how the end of the season goes. But, you know, if this team does not make any postseason play, none, they finish 13th, 12th or 13th in the conference, yeah, it's probably time. Probably time to move on. But will Hunter Juracek, the new athletic director for Arkansas, the guy that's just been at Arkansas a little over a year, the guy that has not made a single coaching hire at Arkansas, the guy that said that not winning games should be cause for firing a coach. Made a lot of rounds that way and excited a lot of fans that way too. Can he back up what he's trying to say? I think he's got to have a big decision on his hands coming up. Because if you look at it across the board and other programs, they're either really successful or they have brand new coaches. Like a football team, they're not going to fire Chad Morris. I mean, unless he goes like 2-10 and 10 this year, maybe they make a change there. But he's so new. And then the rest of you, I mean, you're going to fire Dave Van Horn. Good grief. Softball team's got it going. Mike Neighbors has got it going. Congratulations to the ladies getting a big victory in Gainesville against Florida. They're looking like an NCAA tournament team. He's not going anywhere. I mean, there's a choice track in their success. There's just everywhere else it seems like there's success being had. But the basketball side of things is what's holding it back. It's what people are waiting on. It's what people are hoping that can get better, that can show that this is that because that used to be the driving force of the Razorback Athletic Department. Of course, track was as far as their success goes, but it was always basketball that people love the most. So it comes down to this. Will Hunter Yurichek, when faced with that difficult decision, make the easy decision or the right decision? Both of those are going to be pivotal for the success of the Arkansas Athletic Department going forward. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. This is kind of a funny story, at least for for all the wrong reasons. So this comes out, I guess it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. This report, and I'll just read it to you, about Brett Bielema. (laughs) So after being fired from Arkansas, former Razorback head coach Brett Bielema landed a position with the Patriots that came up to the title of consultant to the head coach. But apparently, that's about to change. Boston Globe reporter Ben Volen had a notebook that is getting a lot of attention that he wrote, where he said the new defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots, or New England Patriots defensive coordinator Brian Flores, reportedly agreed to be the next head coach of the Miami Dolphins with an official announcement coming up after the Super Bowl. So that's going on. And then the NFL Network recently reported that Greg Schiano is set to take the defensive coordinator position with the Patriots. Seems smart. But Volan, however, tells Patriot fans to not expect Shiano as the next defense coordinator because Brett Bielema has, quote, 
been telling people that he is going to be the next Patriots defensive coordinator. Now, Volan further offers that it's rare for head coach Bill Belichick to make an outside hire for the coordinator position. Bioma's season as a consultant has given him a leg up on Shiano, who's been at Ohio State. But uh, it would be his first on-field coaching gig in the NFL. So when I saw this story, of course, it's always fun to keep keep up with former coaches, especially Brett Bielema. There's a couple of things that stood out to me. Number one, if Brett Bielema takes that job, then at least Arkansas is off the hook of having to continue to pay him because he'd be paid a certain amount and Arkansas would no longer have to be keep writing checks to uh, a man that destroyed the football program in a way that's really unprecedented. So there's that benefit. But also when I see this too, it makes me wonder things because Bill Belichick is not a dumb person. He's not. He's one of the greatest coaches there ever lived in the NFL. And I know that we can sit here and argue about, is it more Tom Brady, more Bill Belichick, whatever, but Belichick's a defensive-minded guy. He's a smart guy. He's calculated. And I would be hard-pressed to think that he would make a coaching hire at a position especially as important as defensive coordinator without really thinking it through, without really making sure that it's the right decision for his team and for the franchise. I'd just be hard-pressed to think that he wouldn't do that. So if, if he hires Brett Bielma, that means that Brett Bielma has showed him something. That Brett Bielma has done something in his organization and coaching or discussing or filming or whatever that has made him trust him enough to have to hand over the keys to a New England Patriot defense. A defense that's going to be constantly in the playoffs and also in Super Bowl contention. Now, again, this hasn't happened yet. It's, it's just all reports, but still. The fact that Brett Bielma is telling me about this, I mean, I know it's crazy to think that Brett Bielma may be full of crap, but uh, I'm just going off of this report. And when that, and if that happens, if Brett Bielma is made the offensive coordinator, or defense coordinator, excuse me, of the New England Patriots, the first thing that will pop into my mind will be the fact that Brett Bielma really tanked and did not care at all did not work hard at the university of arkansas that'll just further confirm my theory behind it and that may not be so shocking to people but i think that this has kind of been a reinvention of brett bielma with his personality with his career trying to get it back on track because of the damage that was done to his reputation after leaving arkansas even though Arkansas's reputation got it a lot worse. It's neither here nor there. But the fact is, is that it's unfortunate for Arkansas once again. Because it would least lead me to believe that Brett Bielma is actually a good coach when he tries. It seems to me that Brett Bielma actually knows football when he tries, when he keeps his mouth shut, when he starts actually focusing on the task at hand. That's what it makes me believe. Because, again, Bill Belichick would not do this. He would not put him at the defensive coordinator position unless he actually knew what the crap he was doing or what the crap he was talking about. So something had to change. But I don't think it changed 
where he just figured it out. I think it changed where he's reverting back to his days at Wisconsin where he actually tried. Because I don't know what it was at Arkansas. I don't know if it was the just the laid-back atmosphere where at Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez was on him 24-7. And when he got to Arkansas, Jeff Long was very lackadaisical and nonchalant and not on him all the time that he got lazy with it. I don't know if maybe it's just someone not holding him accountable the way he needed to be held accountable for his coaching and his for his players and development and all that stuff. I don't know. But wouldn't that just be the most Arkansas thing ever? <laughs> to where you have a coach who's successful literally everywhere he's at, successful before he came to Arkansas and after Arkansas, but when he was at Arkansas, it was an absolute train wreck. I know that there are people in the media that think, oh, Brett Bielma was a nice guy. Brett Bielma, he was fun with the media. Okay, maybe he was, folks. But I have no respect for that man. None. He tried to destroy, or I guess he didn't try, because he didn't do anything. But he literally put Arkansas's football program into the worst situation it possibly be just because he didn't try. Because he didn't have the effort. He didn't have the know-how. He didn't... It didn't drive him to be successful. And Arkansas paid the ultimate price for it. And that's what sucks more than anything. It's one thing to see a coach get fired because he didn't get the job done. But listen, I've never seen a coach who didn't try at Arkansas. Danny Ford wasn't the best coach at Arkansas. He got fired. But the guy tried. And people respect him for it. John Pelfrey was a bad coach. Bad head basketball coach. Was not getting the job done at Arkansas. But you never felt like Pelfrey wasn't trying. He just didn't know what to do. He was in over his head. But he tried. I think it was the same thing with Brett Bielma. Or the difference between Brett Bielma and him. Is that Brett Bielma didn't try. He didn't try. He didn't care. He was collecting a check. He was eating and drinking whatever he wanted to. He was going on vacations three weeks after the signing day. He didn't have the know-how and the motivation and the dedication to be an elite SEC coach. He was too interested in the lifestyle surrounding it. Doing stupid reality shows. Making funny jokes. Just being an embarrassment to Arkansas fans. And that's something that I don't think anybody should ever forgive Brett Bielma for doing. You can like him. You can say you wish him nothing but the best, but that's fine. I don't. Got nothing but distaste for someone who did what Brett Bielma did at Arkansas. So if he ends up being the defense coordinator at the Patriots, good for him. I hope they fail miserably. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You know, the Pro Bowl was played. Did you watch it? Probably not, because who cares? Who cares about the Pro Bowl? The Pro Bowl may be the worst sporting event in professional sports that there possibly could be. Like, the NBA All-Star Game at least has some pomp and circumstance around it, like the slam dunk competition or the three-point competition. No one cares about the game much, but people just like to see the other things going around it. And then same thing with baseball. People like seeing the home run derby. But there's also a baseball game to be played. There's a little riding on it, depending on who gets home field advantage in the World Series, which league, but then that's fine. 
So at least there's something to play for, something exciting, something to go around it. But the Pro Bowl has none of that. There is nothing fun about it. So if it was up to me, I'd like to change a few things to the Pro Bowl. I personally would love to see it if you could have some type of competition among particular players. Like, have a quarterback competition of all the Pro Bowl quarterbacks where they have to go through some type of accuracy test, like hitting targets as they're going down the field, something like that. Have the offensive lineman do a hot dog eating contest. Something fun. Like, just something. I, I don't care what it is. But what they do now is not working. And it's not fun to watch. And I don't know why anybody even cares to watch it. Why they even carry it. Why they even do anything like that. It needs to just go back to having some sort of additional competition to get people excited about it. I don't know what. I don't know how. But it needs to be done. Because I feel like there could be a lot of potential there. But if you watch the Pro Bowl... Man, I feel sorry for you. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.